Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Rogers Radio Podcast. Today is going to be so much fun because we have Joey Rogers here in the studio ready to answer a bunch of questions that he has no idea what they are. Are you excited, Joey? Welcome. Oh, I'm happy to be here. This is the best birthday surprise that I could ever get. All these surprise questions. I have no idea what they are, but hey, let's get it. Yes. So you have a birthday, February 9th. So it's when this airs, it'll be tomorrow is going to be your birthday. So I want to know, I mean, February 9th, how old are you going to be? And what are you most excited about for this new year? Well, I'm most excited. I, I think this will be the biggest growth year for Rogers yet. So yeah. I'm fired up about that. Um, doing all the planning stages of that. So pumped up, uh, ready for summer, ready for it to get hot. About tired of the rain and the cold, but... Other than that, I'm fired up. And you're going to be how old? 33. 34, Joey. 34. 34. I I stopped counting at 25. (laughs) It is what it is. You're 25 forever? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) 25 was a good year. Yeah. I knew you at 25. I just, I don't even worry about it. Okay. Well, I'm excited. So this episode is exciting for me, and I'm a little nervous because I don't know what you're going to say. Are you a little nervous because you don't know the questions coming for you? Uh, a little bit. We'll see. Um, you know, hopefully you don't have to censor anything. Oh, gosh. Guys, if you listened to the first time I had Joey on the podcast, which was, I think, like episode two or something, very early on in the podcast, at the end you heard me say I was breaking out in hives because you were saying some stuff, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And here we are again. I actually let him back on, and um, so I have no idea. But now we're videoed, so they're actually going to see me break out in hives. Yeah, I'm pumped up about this. And we can start this thing off, like one of my key sayings, let's let me get my key (laughs) quote, my my live-by quote back here, is don't be a little bitch. So I'm proud to have this sign shown. This is what I live my life by. You know, when I don't want to go to the gym, I say, Joey, quit being a little bitch. When I don't want to get up and rock and roll like we're supposed to, I say, Joey, quit being a little bitch. It's a driver in my life. I love it. I live my life by it. Yes, and you started saying, you said that on the podcast when we first, you know, had you on, and that's what I was breaking in hives about. Now we have a sign that I get to look at every day. So it's great. It's great, and we have it on the podcast. It's fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) So so what we're going to do today is I have reached out to our entire team. And I told them that I was going to interview you and they were to submit questions to ask you. And so you have to answer them. So we have multiple questions in this hat. I'm going to just randomly pick them out of this hat from our team members and you're going to answer the questions. Are you excited? This ought to be interesting. Yes. And I'll tell you who asked the question too. Okay. They're not too too terrible. I think you'll like them. Okay. Do you want to pick them out, or do you want me to pick them out? No, you help yourself. Okay. All right. You ready for question one? And I don't know what order these are going to be in either, guys. Okay. Oh, mine! Yay! My question. Okay. Looking back from when we started this journey of Rogers Heating and Cooling, 
Did you envision yourself sitting where you are today? No. No, we started out, um, I had no idea the company would grow this fast. And now I look, it's like every time we set a goal, it's probably never big enough. Um, so what we have, what I have learned is you need to set your goals way bigger. So we've gotten to here a lot quicker than I ever thought humanly possible. Yeah. And I like to tell the story of, you know, just when we were at our first home and we decided we were going to do this and sitting at the table and trying to envision, okay, we just need to sell this many heat pumps and we just need to do this to get to this goal. And, and we had all of these goals and then we hit them. And it's just amazing because I look back to where we were and literally, if you just talk about what you want and put a plan together, it's achievable. Oh yeah. So. Anything's possible. So you, you did not envision yourself sitting here today? No. Okay. It's been an absolute honor to go through this journey with you, though. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. That's very yeah, sweet. Absolutely. I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else either, Joey. Thanks. That's today. Maybe not tomorrow. Oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Okay. This question is from Lina. All right. So, being a business owner, what advice would you give to someone just starting their own business? Um, I would say learn everything humanly possible about your business and what it, what problem it solves for others. When you can master those two things and then you can really serve people at a high level, they'll keep coming back and then you can actually, you know, be able to stay in business. So that, that was my, my biggest piece of advice if you're just starting out, like make sure that, that you know what you're doing, what you're getting yourself into and you have all the data facts and all that together to make sure that you're you're making good decisions and and you're not getting yourself into a position to where you're going to go out of business facts i agree with you joey good advice okay next question is from candy all right what is your greatest strength and then what is your weakness and what are you doing to improve it (laughs) (laughs) so what's your greatest strength i say my greatest strength um I thrive under pressure, I feel like, um, yeah. you know, I love to go in intense situations and when everything's on the line and, and try to fix all of that, that's where I thrive at. I love those type of situations. Um, probably my biggest weakness, um, I may have a, uh, I don't know, a polite way to put it. Um, I may be a little bit too direct or a little bit too brash or come off a little aggressive. Um, yeah. So, that's probably my biggest weakness. And what are you doing to um, improve that weakness? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, I try to get better every day, but but I feel like you know everybody needs to be theirself to a certain extent because I feel like that that personality and has has got us to where we're we're at. I yeah. feel like I, I like to drive. I like to push. And mm-hmm. um, but you know I've tried to learn how to communicate a little more professionally. Yeah. Than I used to. So, so I have improved. Totally that. agree yes. with that. Mm. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you are improving every day. Right. Thanks. Oh, yeah. And I think you've kind of learned my look now. <laughs> like when I look at you with that like piercing <laughs> look, it's like zip it. Yeah. Zip it now. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I still get out of line. She keeps me straight. Yeah. The one bar I'd be in big trouble. No, I tell him all the time. When like I am so hard on Joey or you like I am so hard on you and sometimes Joey will be like ah Lee like you're just rough like 
why are you being like that? And I tell him, if I'm not hard on you, no one else will be. Like, I have to take that. Like, I have the responsibility of being super hard on you because who else is going to be super hard on you? Yeah. So I got to hold you accountable. Right. Yes. And you're hard on me. Absolutely. It's vice versa. Yeah. You and my poster. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the next question is from Kenny. Hey, right. Kenny. Video. He's yeah. in here too with us. Uh, if you could go back in time and change anything, what would it be? If I could go back in time and change anything, what yes. would it be? Yes. Huh. Hmm. Mm, you stumped him, Kenny. I know. If I could go back in time and change anything, I don't know. I really, I really don't think about the past a lot. Really, my yeah. my main focus is where we're headed and what's the quickest way possible we can get there. Um, and I know Alyssa calls me a tornado, so yeah, it's really not good for me to look backwards. It really puts me in a place that I really maybe not maybe not want to think about. It puts me in a bad mindset, so. I try to stay focused on what's forward and try maybe not to focus so much on, on what has happened. Yeah. And, I mean, if anything were to change, I guess we wouldn't be where we are today. Right? I mean, those right. hard times, you learn from mm. them and, yeah. and go from there. Yeah. But I will say, you do move on really quick. Like, yeah. you do not hold a lot. Like, even, like, if we have a disagreement, I'm, like, lingering on, like, still upset with you. And you, you've, like, moved on hours ago. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you're done? Like, this is yeah. it? Well, and I keep coming back to it. Yeah. You're like, I'm done. It's <laughs> over. So, a lot of people need to know that about you. You yeah. do not, like, hold grudges. You don't no. hold things uh -uh. for long at all. You, yeah. You're, like, moved on. You've yeah. said your piece. You're done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's a great way to be because, all right, Maybe that where that's where the directness comes from is saying, "All right, I'm not happy with this. I'm gonna let you know about it." But after that, I'm done. Like I'm good. Like I'm not still thinking yeah. about it. It's over. We 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 talked about it. Everything's good. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's no other. You know, there's no hard feelings after that. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, very much so. Yeah. Lindsay has right. the question: You have a very close bond with each and every team member. What does that mean to you? And how do you handle things in your head when you have to make tough decisions? So what does it mean to you to have a close bond with everyone on the team? Well, that's, that goes, that, that's my number one priority. So, you know, when I wake up in the morning, my number one goal is how can I help our team achieve what they need to achieve? How can I help the team achieve what the company needs to achieve? How can I help the team achieve what they can, you know, even outside of work, you know, how, how can I help them achieve their goals? I mean, that's that's what drives me. That's my number one goal. Um, and the only way to be able to, to accomplish that is build relationships with each and every team member. And that, that takes time, And but but I always try to make it a point to, to build a relationship with uh, each team member and do everything I can to, to help them grow professionally, personally, and financially. Um, that's very important to me. As a team, as the company's gotten bigger, it, it's, it's harder to, to do. and develop as a closer relationship with everybody as you'd like to, but um, it's still a very important priority for me to, to have a relationship with everybody that works here. Yeah, and so what goes through your head, because tough decisions have to be made all the time regarding the business or, or anything going on. So 
what are you, what's going on in your head when you have to make those tough decisions because you have so many people that depend on you and, and that you have a close relationship with here? Yeah. I always make every decision on three different factors. And it's how does it affect the team member? How does it affect the customer? And how does it affect the company? And I look at everything at that at a triangular level like that, and then I make the decision based on that that factor. And I've even heard you ask many people in the organization when they have a problem or or something going on, you ask those three questions. Yes. And it it is when you start using that, you can seriously make some great decisions yeah. based on that. But every one of my decisions is based off of those three questions. In my, that's what goes through my head. It's nothing complex about it. I ask myself those three questions. I get answers for them. And then I make my final decision off of those answers. Yeah. I love it. Next question from Ryan. All right. Where do you see Rogers in the next five years? In the next five years, so um, Rogers... Should be somewhere, I'd say, about 120 employees um, in five years. Um, so we're looking at some pretty substantial growth. Um, and we have 34 right now. Yeah, 34 right now. Mm -hmm. Yep. So uh, we'll really start to regionalize at that point and um, open up multiple locations. Um, so, you know, that that's where Rogers will be in five years and continuing to develop people to, to be their best best self at home and at work. Yes. Yeah. Kayla, this is a kind of a different direction. Mm -hmm. um, she asks, if you were on a deserted island, what three things would be your must-have? And people are excluded. So what three things would you have to have on that private island? On a private island? Well, a deserted island. I'm sorry. A private island. island. <laughs> deserted island. <laughs> on a deserted island. Yeah. All right. You can only have three things. Yeah, I'd have to have shoes, for one. Okay. Yeah. I don't like walking barefoot anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, next. Uh, definitely need shade or sun, oh sunscreen. Oh, my gosh. Sunscreen? <laughs> you can have three things. Sunscreen and shoes. Okay. What is the third? Water and food. I'm good. That's the three what? things I need. <laughs> okay. All right. Kate was asked this question before too, uh -huh. so I'm gonna ask you. Yeah. If your house was on fire and you could only grab three things, people excluded. Your family's fine. Everything is fine. Um, but your house and your belongings. What three belongings would you take? Three belongings. Yeah. Hmm. Nothing. You care less. I grab my phone. Yes, that's number yeah. one for me. Other than that, you know, probably a water out of the fridge or something. I'd be good. So you're not a things person. No. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. I really don't have anything that, you know, <laughs> be a make or break for me. Like is this. I mean, we do have like our wedding pictures and and stuff. We can reprint them. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Next yeah. question. Caroline asks. Mm -hmm. I like this question. All right. If you were to write a book, what would you write about? If I were to write a book, what would I write about? Yeah. What would the book be about? Well, eventually, I mean, we. 
probably will write a book, um, but it would definitely probably be um, husband and wife duo in, in business and how to navigate that and um, how to be uh, be successful and, and you know, making a, making a marriage and a family successful as long as, you know, as well as a business and um, all the team members successful and, and, you know, getting on the same page and getting all the all those priorities intact to be able to successfully do that and, and find happiness in it because none of it's easy um, and you got to have the right mindset and you got to be on the same page for it to, to actually work. Yes. Yeah, so. Okay. That would be yeah. good. We mm-hmm. need to get on that. Yeah. Yes. So. Next question, Elon asks, right. these are all really good questions. Right. Uh, were there times as a growing company where things didn't seem promising. And in those times of discouragement, what kept you going? <laughs> yeah, I, I like that question. And, you know, it goes back to that, that first question you asked. It was the first or second question, mm-hmm. I can't remember. Um, about what advice I would give somebody yeah. starting a company. And anything in life is going to be discouraging. So I, so I want everybody to understand that. I don't care if you're just working a job or if you're running a company or you're an entrepreneur or whatever you want to call it, you know, you're going to get discouraged. Uh, but it's just how do you take it? You know, it's all a mindset thing. Mm-hmm. So if you get your mindset right and know that it's not if things are going to get bad, it's when they're going to get bad and how can I do to prepare for those? What can I do to prepare myself for those things? You know. You constantly focus on those, which we've always tried to do, um, and we've always had the attitude of this is never going to fail. Like yeah. whatever it takes, we're going to make this work. You Fact. Know, no matter what's against us, we're going to make this happen. We're going to make this work. Is me and you are one hundred percent committed. Yeah, we don't have any other sources of income or jobs or this or that outside right. of, of Rogers. So that's what you call a hundred percent committed. That's when you are fully committed into making something. You don't have another choice. Um, and we have so many other team members' lives at stake, too. You know, they come to work and, and want to be successful. And we've always took that as our personal responsibility to make sure that we're providing as good opportunities as we possibly can. Um, so discouraged, very few times I've been discouraged enough to, to you know, really let it get to me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Danielle asks, if HVAC hadn't been in your family and wasn't an option, so you cannot do anything regarding the trades, let's say, Mm -hmm. what would you be doing today? What would you want to be? And I know, you know, okay. So when they ask this question, they say he's going to try to dodge this because he's so passionate about it and he's going to find a way to say <laughs> something still, you know, related to the trades. But he, that's not an option. So we have to pretend that the trades didn't exist. Exactly. Huh. What would you be doing? I don't know. Huh. <laughs> that's a good question. Like you had never been introduced to it. It's just not an option for you. I don't know. There's something in in me that um, is called to to serve other people. It's always yeah. been there. Yes. Um, where that I like to be in the service of others, um, mm-hmm. whether that be our customers. It started off when we were very small. It was our customers, but 
now I like to be in service of our team and make sure that, that they're getting everything they need. I've always enjoyed being needed or being in the service of others. So it would definitely be something in that line of work, you know, I, wherever that may may have taken me. And you'd be a great lawyer. Yeah. You would be I, a great I, lawyer. I, I don't know. Well, you would yeah, be. Yeah. I think we could all agree. Yeah, I'm pretty argumentative. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what did you want to – you wanted to be something else, didn't you, at one time? Like a game warden or something? Did you want to be a game warden one time? No, I think it was something like um, – uh, like a forestry yes. thing of that nature. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be yeah. a game warden. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Great. This is the last of these questions. All right. Okay. But I have some more. All right. But from the All team. Right. So this one's from Brian. All right. At what age did you decide you wanted to build a company like Rogers is today? Hmm. It didn't start off that way. I know, yeah. Um, you know, I grew up in the trades, and the trades seemed like something that, you know, I was interested in. Um, I didn't even, you know, pursue it my first year in college. Um, and then decided it's something, all right, well, you know, I've been working in the trades for a while before I started college. Let me just, I really like it. I So then I finished school for it and worked in in the field in in the trades for a while and then you know think hey let's let's try this business thing um and then just kept working in the trades um and i think you you bought brought him a book ron smith mm-hmm. hvac spells wealth and i read that book and simply just started implementing the the principles from that book and that's what got us to where we are today which other other things of course you know did that, but I mean, I didn't know anything about business. I, yeah. I was had no idea what what I was doing when we we started this no whole idea. journey. I had <laughs> no idea. I'm still shocked that we're yeah. here. Right. <laughs> yeah. But this is constant. Been a constant growing. Um, you know, growing yourself um, every single day um, to get us to where we're at right now. Like every single day, I come to work and try to learn something new. I read something about HVAC. I read something about business. I read something to, to bring to the team to help make them better because if I'm not raising my leadership ability or if I'm not raising my, you know, capacity, then our team, you know, is not going to raise theirs. Um, so that's what I focus on. But none of this started off like this. No. It started off as like, hey, you know, let's put some heat pumps in. You know, it seems like fun. Yeah. It didn't, I had no idea. It's like, oh, well, let's, Let's grow a, a, a huge air conditioned company because it's so it has nothing to do with putting heat pumps in. Right. That's what we do, but it's not how you get there. Like that's a service of our company. Like we provide that as a service, but it's so much more that goes into it. Um, to do it on a um, large scale. Do you feel like we'd be farther ahead right now or bigger right now if you didn't know how to do HVAC? If you didn't know the trade like the skill if you didn't have the skill because you started in the field like you've been in the field for a long long time and it's just been the last couple years that you you know kind of stepped out of it if i knew a lot more about business when we Mm -hmm. started and a lot less about hvac yeah i would be in much better position but i was the opposite i knew a lot about hvac and very little about business um so yeah I think it's you're fully capable if you have a very good understanding of 
you know, a business and how an organization is supposed to be grown and, you know, processed out and, and scaled, you know, if you have that knowledge about you, you, you can grow any company. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. But having a, a the knowledge of the industry definitely helps. But it, if you don't know anything about business, if you don't go out there and read and learn and surround yourself with people that know a lot about how an organization is supposed to operate, you're you know you're, you're flirting with a disaster. Yeah, for sure. I mean that's a fact. And nobody's born knowing this stuff. You have to go out. You have to find people. You have to read books. You have to constantly find ways to you know, go to market and make your company better. I mean, if you're not doing that, you're getting left behind. Like you got to go after it every day like that. Or somebody else is. Yeah. I guarantee you that somebody else is. So if you're not, they're going to leave you behind. Yeah. And something that really stuck out to me that you have said in here um, to, to a few of us, but uh, you talked about success and you asked everyone, what does success, what is success to you? What does it look like? And everyone was saying, you know, oh, success looks like this and a nice car, a nice house, all the things. And you said, but how, what does success feel like? How does it make you feel? Let's take away the things and let's talk about the feeling. And so I want to know, what does it feel like for you? And I know, I know you, you're never going to feel like you made it. You can be huge and have you know be nationwide and you're still not going to feel like you made it or that you're successful but how does it make you feel right right and you know i i think you know the the disconnect there for a lot of people and, and like you were saying yeah is a lot of people embrace the what their version of success would be material things you know nice stuff this that all of that but and they focus on that item and, and where, where you go wrong or, or how, you, how you actually get that item, you start focusing on what you have to do to acquire that. Mm-hmm. It's not about what that is or if I may never have that. It's like what steps do I have to take to be at a level where that, that's a reality for me. Mm-hmm. And then we have to embrace that process. And that's what I love. You, know, you got you to gotta actually love the process of getting to that point. You know, you can't just sit back and like, I wish I had that. It's like, you can have that. I'm a firm believer. You can have anything in this world that you want. But it's like, okay, if my goal is to own a huge home, well, the first thing I need to do is probably go talk to somebody who owns a huge home and ask them how they got it, what they have to do to get that. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, well, now I need to mimic that process because that's how I get it. It just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't happen overnight. It's steps that we have to take and we have to embrace that process. We have to embrace that struggle to be able to obtain those things. And that's what success is. It's about loving the process. It's not about loving the actual thing. Because once you embrace and love that process, the thing no longer matters. Yeah. The material thing, just it's just a thing. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, we can buy another one of those or this or that. None of that matters. It's about the, the actual process. Um, that's what real success is. Yeah. I love that. And of course, I ask this on every podcast and you were on here before and, you know, your dinner person was Ken Goodrich, uh, which is great. Has that changed at all? If you could have dinner with one living person outside of your family, who would it be? Would it still be him or has it changed over the last six months? Um, 
Well, you know, Ken's book, The E-Myth, really, you know, opened my eyes to a lot of different things. And I give it credit for, you know, getting the getting the company moving in a, in a great direction because I started implementing things in that book. But, man, I I tell you, I really would love to have dinner with Grant Cardone. I yeah. really admire what he's been able to accomplish and, and the movement he's created um, with, with his organization. And uh, actually, you know, this poster is um, one, one of his quotes. So, I, I mean, it, uh, you know, if you want to be in business and you want to be able to create impacts um, throughout your organization and with your customers, you have to go to market with a don't be a little bitch mentality. Like, you have to get up, you have to get dirty, you have to put your shoulder pads on, and you got to go hit something. I mean, yeah. nobody's going to do it for you. Like, you yeah. got to get out there and do it. And then, you know, quit complaining about it and embrace it. Like, this is what I have to do. This is part of the process. You're not going to do it on the sofa. Like, yeah. you know, you're not going to do it on the sofa. Like, <laughs> get up and go after it. Yeah. And I love it. You know, I love the mindset. And, you know, if you're not familiar with, um, you know, Grant, I, you know, and you want to do big stuff, like, follow him, you know, yeah. see what he's all about. And, um, I mean, it's, uh, it's great stuff. Absolutely. And I'm going to do a little bit of rapid fire for you. Right. So you got to answer these questions quick. Do not yeah. think about them too deep, okay? All right. Now I'm real nervous. <laughs> you are nervous? A little bit. Okay. Uh, who made these questions first? I did. Well, right. I actually Googled rapid, rapid fire questions. These are Google rapid fire yes. questions. Yes. Are you excited? Like what was the Google search term? Google rapid fire questions? Yeah. Pretty much. There wasn't like a... Yeah, and they came up with like 300 of the best ones, but I only took like a couple. Okay? Great. All right. I mean, it's good. You're fine. Don't be a little bitch. Oh I'm my not... gosh, I just said that! <laughs> I said it! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what is this like? Steve Harvey show? What is it like? Hit the button? What is that? Family Feud or something? No! Uh, they're not that bad. Okay. Okay. Real quick. Uh -huh. Favorite color? Blue. Blue? You said rapid fire. Oh, okay, you said sorry. the first thing to come to my mind. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Favorite food. Steak. Steak. Uh, favorite thing to watch on TV. Uh, Yellowstone. Favorite saying. Quit being a little bitch. Mm -hmm. Motto you live by. Quit being a little bitch. <laughs> favorite holiday. Uh, July Fourth. No Memorial Day. I'm sorry. Let's go. <laughs> Hot holidays. Uh, what habit holds you back the most? Uh. Take it too long. Too much going on at once. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to focus on too many things at once. One person who inspires you. Uh, Brandon Dawson. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? You're taking too long. I, You're taking too long. A superpower. You can have a superpower. Teleporting. Of course. Like, yeah. how did you not think of that? I, I just, okay. If you could make one wish come... I'm not come... good at this rapid oh. fire stuff. Come on. It's like... You gotta... This is what happens to you all day. People are coming to you and you're rapid firing all day long. All right. Okay, last question. If you could make one wish come true, what would it be? One wish come true, what would it be? Yes. Um... I... You don't have any wishes in life. No, I don't wish for things. I follow the process. You follow the process. Yeah. Wishes don't work. You ever seen somebody wish for something? Wish. Explain this. That was the last one. So explain this. All right. 
Like I said, you got to get off the sofa. You can't wish for a better life. Like, go get it. You can't wish it. Okay. It's the same. It's like, you know, you got to go after it. Like, if you wish for it, it's not going to happen. Okay. You got to put in the effort. I mean, even if you pray for it, it's not going to happen. You have to put in the effort, even if you pray for it. Like, yeah. you got to put in the effort. Do you believe in manifesting? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. All right. Well, that those are all the questions I have for you. Right. And I appreciate you being here mm. today. Absolutely. And I'm excited for your birthday. Yeah. And, it, and it, you talk, well. Okay. Yeah. All, right. all right. Continue. So, okay. When you talk about manifesting. <laughs> yeah. Right. So this uh-huh. is really important to me. Okay. So everything in this organization has been manifested. Like yes. you can actually visualize it. Like if you is it, so if you visualize it, it will happen. It may take a long time, and you got to follow a process. You visualize it. You pray for it. You think about it. You think about it every day. You make about everything. It will happen. I'm a firm believer in manifestation. It's just like this model jet here. This yes. Roger logo model jet here. That may be 25 years from now. I have no, no idea. I hope we get it before then. But yeah. it's just part of manifestation. I look at it every day and it said, hey, you know, one day, one day that, that you know, Roger's jet will be flying around to every location across the country. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. It's not today, but... That's manifestation at work right there. Yes. You have to think about it. You have to visualize it. It will happen. Yes. The universe will work for you. So true. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you would like any of our listeners to know today about you? Well, or about, any advice? Uh, this is your, your moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little nervous. This is your moment, Joey. Uh, Go well, for it. I... I'm going to try to keep it professional. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Go. Yeah, yeah. My biggest piece of advice is find out what your true version of success is. Because it's different for everybody. But you're the only person that has to live with it. Right? So you pick out what that is for you. And you figure out, you know, how do I get there? You know, and, and you know... How do, how do I make the people around me better? You know, that, that's what success is for me. You know, how can I make people around me more successful? How can I make their lives better? You know, hey, if that's what success is for you, that's great, you know. So think about that thoroughly and make incremental improvements over time. And next thing you know, you, you'll have everything you want in life. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. And I, if you follow that principle, it, it'll work. Yes. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. And thank you again for for sharing all of this. And, and I'm glad that everyone gets kind of an inside view of you and, and what you stand for and, you know, how you got to where you are today. So thank you for being here. And happy birthday to you. Yeah. 34 is going to be great. We're going to go out and kill it. I hope y'all do too. Get busy and quit being a little bitch. <laughs> Yes, everyone, and you have heard it from him. Thank you so much for listening to the Rogers Radio Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please let us know about it by rating, reviewing, subscribing. 
to the podcast so we can continue bringing this content to you every week. Talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for having me.